What's up, everybody? King Triple C here. This is a Crippler, Chris Lieben. This is Landry, the Lone Star Kid Ward, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to the Story of the Fight. All right, Will, happy Easter's, man. Happy Easter's. He, he is risen. Yes, look at I got my Easter shirt on. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, as Paul Rudd says, uh, you look like a cholo on Easter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's a phenomenal <laughs> reference. <laughs> Definitely looked like a troll on Easter. So, uh, figured no fights yesterday, but we should probably uh, still get together, mm-hmm. gather on this beautiful Easter's day, and talk about the upcoming fights, dude, because this next month is absolutely stacked with fights. Uh, yeah. But before we do, just want to remind everybody <laughs> if you like our content, please like, subscribe, comment, goes a long way. Uh, you can hear us on Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, of course. Social media, Will? Yeah, Story of the Fight on Instagram, uh, Twitter, um, obviously on YouTube as well. And then we have a discussion uh, thread that we have on uh, Facebook that is... MMA Talk Community by Story of the Fight Podcast. Again, if you're able to find it, it's pretty much guaranteed that it's us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um and then let's see, we've been talking and kind of wanting to do like a uh, an episode for answering like fan questions and things like that. Um, so if people want to, they can email us at uh, Story of the Fight on Gmail. The link will be in the description. Uh, DM us on Twitter or uh, Instagram, or just leave comments on here. We're just collecting questions for an episode to uh, just go through and just hit all the fan questions and stuff like that. That should be fun. Yeah, so for sure. Send those in. I mean, we should have a lot of questions really after this episode when we think about all the upcoming fights. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I just wanted to give an honorable mention here. April 7th, one on TNT. Yeah. So we're going to have Demetrius Johnson headlining. Mm-hmm. Co-main event is going to have Eddie Alvarez. So yeah. that should be pretty exciting. I, I think it's they're, they're playing it back, 10 p.m. Eastern. Oh, gotcha. So it's not going to be technically live here when we're watching it, it. Yeah, it's weird because when I look it up, it shows 7.30 a.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. But then I look it up on TNT and it's like live at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that matches up or not. but I'm not sure, but I like how – because kickboxing and Muay Thai and stuff like that has never really gotten its like footing in America mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason because you see people who it's like – as soon as an, uh, in an MMA fight, it goes to the ground. They're like, oh, fuck. I don't want to watch this anymore. Get back to standing, you know? Um, yeah. But with 1FC, they do Muay Thai. Shout out to my dad. Yeah. He does it, that exact thing. <laughs> yeah. In, in uh, 1FC, they do a mix of kind of everything. So what's cool is this fight, heavyweight fight, MMA, heavyweight kickboxing fight, middleweight uh, MMA fight, then a, a bantamweight Muay Thai fight, and then... The Eddie Alvarez fight, MMA, obviously, and then Demetrius Johnson, MMA, obviously. So I like that they're mixing it in because people will watch this. It's free on TNT, so people will be watching this. They've got Demetrius Johnson and Andy Alvarez. That alone will get eyes on it. Hopefully, them sneaking in kickboxing and Muay Thai fights in between MMA fights just can kind of keep that going. Because, man, kickboxing is awesome. It allows us Americans to dip our toes into it. And people need to. And start taking a liking to it. Yep, yep. Man, I miss Eddie Alvarez. I don't understand why. Yeah, man. I remember when uh, we met him in the airport. Remember that? 
Oh, super nice guy. And his wife, uh, I believe her name's Jamie, was upset that he took uh, pictures with me because they I were was in a surprised. Hurry. I was surprised uh, that you asked for pictures because yeah, you know, because he had just um, illegally need Dustin Poirier the previous night. He had taken a couple <laughs> shots. He had a giant black eye. Maybe I can find the picture and send it to Richard Casual so he could post it. But uh, <laughs> dude, super nice guy. <laughs> super nice guy. Yeah, great guy. <laughs> Yeah, um, so after that, on April 10th, UFC Fight Night, I believe it's, uh, is it UFC on ABC 2? It is, yeah. And that's going to be awesome. Vittori versus Holland. Yeah, Vittori versus Till. Till cracked his collarbone or something happened with his collarbone, right? I'm not sure the extent of it, but couldn't fight. Holland's like, I'll do it. He has risen, second coming of Holland, uh, his second main event. <laughs> Just in time. Dude, but, like, if you're Kevin Holland, what better way to just erase that last fight from people's memories mm-hmm. than just coming right back at it a few weeks later? And mm-hmm. if he's able to walk away with a win, and that's a big if against Vittori, mm-hmm. then, you know, all is forgotten. All is forgotten, and he could end up being ranked higher than Brunson. After, he could. After this fight. Oh, that, dude, how hilarious would that be? <laughs> I know. You know, how hilarious uh, would that be? Then Dana's like going to be like, Easter, you know? he had a mental breakdown. And then if he wins this fight, he's going to be like, oh, I've always loved Kevin Holland and his big mouth. And it's like, come on, bro. But on that same card. It should be a great fight. It should be. We have Smiling Sam Alvey versus uh, Julian Marquez. We have Nina Ansaroff and Mackenzie Dern for the Mommas Woman on the Planet fight. Yeah. The fight I'm excited about on this card, though, not just Vittori versus Holland, Mike Perry yeah. versus the Foo. Daniel Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Dude, it, this card is really, really, really good, though. Like, just going all the way up through it. Impa Kasangane gets the, the card started. He's had a setback with the crazy yep. knockout. Uh, Scott Holzman's fighting. Uh, that was his Damarot. first loss, too, right, if I remember correctly? Kasangane? I believe so. Yeah. When he won. lost to, uh, was it Buckley? Mm-hmm. Dude, Jim Miller versus Joe Selecki. Um Arnold Allen in the co-main event against Sadiq Youssef. You know, both of them only have one loss. Uh, Kizriev, probably butchered that, versus Kyle Dacus is going to be an <laughs> awesome middleweight fight. Kyle Dacus is legit, man. Um, this this card is crazy stacked. Now that I'm like just yeah. going through it again, like this is crazy. 15 I mean, fights and a bunch of It's going to be bangers. on ABC. Yeah, they went all out. They, they, they got to make sure it's stacked. Jack After Shore that, versus Hunter Azure. That's awesome. We have, uh, Jack Shore still undefeated. That's a crazy card, man. It is. It is. Top to bottom. I don't know. Uh, the, I don't really know what like the buzz around this card is. The fact that I don't makes me feel like people are kind of sleeping on it. But dude, this is crazy. Going through it again right now. Like I don't even know how to. It's a yeah, good card, a man. Fights. A lot of good fights. After that, on Holy April sixteenth. Honorable mention, Bellator. We have uh, Vadim Nemkov versus Phil Davis for the light heavyweight title. On the same card, you have uh, Corey Anderson fighting, Paul Daly fighting, and a local girl over here from the XKO uh, area over here in uh, Fort Worth, uh, Dirty Desianis, is fighting as well. That She's going to be making her uh, Bellator debut. That's my girl. Yeah, I love watching her fight. Uh, So that that should be a fun card, dude. There there Mm -hmm. was a lot of Bellator fights on recently. I'm not going to lie, Will. I didn't catch any of them. I watched the finish, the Pitbull finish, um, where I saw that. I'm not sure who the ref was, the but highlight. Jesus Christ, uh, 
Pitbull has him in the guillotine. Looks back, tells him he's out. He's, he's like, out. No, shakes his hand for like ten minutes, and then and then decides that he's out. <laughs> he shakes his hand. He's like, dude, it feels like he's shaking back. Yeah, <laughs> like it. It seems like Pitbull's he's like, good. Uh, no, he's out. Out. Like we got to get this. Like, like let me let go. Like I'm, I'm but, uh, scared now. <laughs> after that one, we have Whitaker versus Gastelum, dude. Mm-hmm. This and was supposed to be Whitaker versus Costa. Costa is doing whatever he's doing. Don't know more what's going wine. on there. More wine, Drink I more guess. Wine. Uh, Dude, with an H. It ended up being a banger now. Like this Whitaker versus Gaslam fight yeah. is so exciting too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a really, really great fight. I'm Gaslam super excited for this. looked in some of the best shape I've seen him in a long time in his last fight. Mm-hmm. So it seems like he has a resurgence, uh, excitement, yeah. and passion towards fighting again. Uh, and the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching uh, Embedded going mm-hmm. into his last fight, it seemed like he he was trying to eat healthier, less tamales, maybe laying yeah. off the weed a little bit. But dude, he he looked pretty damn good. So <clears throat> I'm excited to see this fight. Yeah, I'm excited too. That's a great matchup. Whitaker's I've always loved Whitaker. Uh, bummed that the, the Costa fight fell through, but this is a great replacement. Great um, replacement on the same card. You Gerald, have uh, Mirshart. In the co-main event, and I'm not sure if that's final or what's going on there. If I don't know if they're trying to retroactively I mean, make he's the... coming off of a highlight reel knockout. <laughs> yeah, he was just know. on the receiving end. Yeah, and and no disrespect to Mirshart, but the fact that he's at least as of right now slated as the co-main event um, makes me feel like they're trying to retroactively make the. Um, Kamzat uh win more like uh why, why can't I think right now? I'm having like a full mental more impressive breakdown. Yeah, yeah. Like you got you got Drakkar Close versus Jeremy Stevens on the same card. You would think yep. that that would be um the Komen event over Gerald Mearshart. It just kind of seems it's just not what I expected, you know? Um Chase Sherman versus Parker Porter. Is a, a fun matchup. Obviously, Jakar Close versus Jeremy Stevens is a fucking banger. That's going to be crazy. Um, you got Violent Bob Ross on there. Violent Bob Ross, Alex Munoz, uh, Bill Aljo fighting again. Super excited to see that again because I like this guy a lot. Um, fighting another Ricardo. Not yeah. not as stacked this card as the as the next one, the one that's coming up, but um, the Vittoria Holland one. But still a great card. Still fun. Tracy Cortez getting in there again. I think yeah. uh, the the main event might have more title shot implication with Whitaker versus Gastelum than Vittori versus Holland. Uh, I don't think what so. What do you think? I don't think so. For a title you, fight? I think it makes sense rankings-wise and, and, and who the, and the names and stuff like that. It makes more sense to have, that, have more title implications. But if Vittori can get through Holland, I wouldn't be surprised... If, because Izzy has beaten all three of them, right? He's mm-hmm. beaten Vittori, he's beaten Whitaker, he's beaten Gastelum. Gastelum. Um, Gastelum was a definite win. Whitaker, definite win. Vittori, decision could have not really gone either way, but some people, I guess, could say Vittori won that fight. And it was a long time ago. Yeah. Holland, if Holland gets through Vittori, I doubt he gets a title shot. But if Vittori can can have a um, an impressive win over Holland, I wouldn't be surprised if Izzy's like, okay, there's still 
no real contender, but I'm not just going to sit out with the belt. Yeah. And I don't think he would. Wa- he wants to fight Whitaker yet, and I don't know if he wants to fight Gaslam again. I don't know. I, I think Vittori, just because it's um, less recent, might end up being the direction they go. Okay. I could see well, that. Well, uh... Yeah, I could see that too. Now that you uh, lay it out like that. Now, uh, after that, we do have. I don't know if I would agree Mr. with you, but uh, Anthony Pettis making his PFL debut Ooh, against nice. Clay Collard, right? So, uh, should be nice, you know, just to fill in some time there with uh, Anthony Pettis. That's going to be on the twenty third. Yeah, and Marcin Held fighting on again. ESPN two. Lance Palmer. Yeah, you remember that guy? Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice but, little dude, card. Okay, so talking about stack cards. Yeah. After that, April twenty fourth, yeah. you have UFC two sixty one. It dude. sucks that the main event is what it is, but other than that, holy shit! Look, dude. Okay, Usman versus Masvidal. I'll take it. Right. I mean, I'll watch it. Yeah, it just sucks. Yeah. The, the welterweight matchmaking is just dog shit. Dude, John Wei Lee. I know. This is Rose Nama Yunus, yeah. Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. Now, th- this is a formidable matchup for Shevchenko. Jessica Andrade. Definitely her toughest. Yes. At, and I still think Shevchenko wins. Yeah. But definitely not just uh, a walk in the park for Shevchenko. Um, then, it's definitely tough. I could see it after the fact looking. I don't think it is a walk in the park, but I could see it looking like a walk in the park. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, because stylistically, uh, this is the type of fighter that Shevchenko prays to fight. Someone who just plods forward like a tank and is, is swinging wild and stuff like that. So that Shevchenko can kind of just matador and set up these crazy counters and stuff like that. It's difficult. It's very, it's, I mean, she has to execute it to perfection. I could see this looking like kind of a masterclass by Shevchenko after the fact. Um but by no means is it an easy performance to do, you know? Yeah, and uh, who knows, man, because going into this fight, we'll see how dirty Andrade tries to make it, you know, yeah. just clinching up. I mean, if you're on Andrade's corner, clinch her up against the fence, you know, close that distance, uh, try to get some takedowns, just mm-hmm. whatever you can to just stay out of that long striking rage that uh, Shevchenko has. Yeah, and I I just don't know if, if she'll be able to, because Shevchenko's whole mindset is, I can't let you get close. I'm just going to... Bop, 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 bop. Every time you come in, Chelsea in style. Yeah, can't let you get close. Can't get close. Can't yeah. <laughs> I could see that. I could see because uh, Andrade has great footwork to get inside, mm-hmm. but man, Shevchenko with her reads, and especially this is going to be um, in Florida, big octagon. I could see Shevchenko just circling on the outside and just absolutely picking her apart as she tries to get in. But dude, be- before Amanda if- Nunes leaves we have to see a shevchenko nunez rematch i know yeah oh my god uh but on the same card you have your boy chris weidman versus uriah hall anthony That's smith versus uh recruit and alex cowboy Oliveira versus randy brown yeah and brendan allen versus carl roberson is a great fight uh yeah this whole card is is really good dwight grants on the the second fight of the night is dwight grant let's get him higher you know every time he fights is so exciting um, for sure yeah the the main card on this this is this is now the transition matchmaking wise where fans are back so we need to sell some tickets 
and Endeavor, I think, is filing for their IPO or whatever, right? So they're going public again with their stocks. Um, yeah. And they now own 100% of the UFC. So they're like, let's start bringing in some real revenue now that we can, you know? So they're going to, they're looking to put out some banger cards. They're trying to sell tickets. Yeah. And I, I don't think this is good for the purists, for those people that just want to see. Well, because we know, end just... up with Usman versus Masvidal again. Which, exactly. I mean, Masvidal, what has he done to earn a title shot? Guess what his last win was? He's talked a lot. His last win was Nate Diaz in 2019. Mm-hmm. And he gets a title shot. It's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's bullshit. Uh, but but you know, it's something a lot of people want to watch. It's still an exciting fight, you know? I mean, it's, it's still, it's still I mean, a fun matchup. It's just... Do you think it's going to go any differently, though? No. Same here. Yeah, it could. It yeah. could. If Usman is disciplined, it will not go another, any other way. I could see him coming out trying to prove, like, oh, you want to fight me now you're full camp or whatever uh, without your built-in excuses and then trying to prove something. But if... if uh, I, I don't know. I think Usman mentally is very strong. I think he's been mentally dude. He got cracked by Burns, Mm -hmm. cracked by Burns. And uh, it was nice to see how he reacted to that man. A true champion for sure. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Yeah. After that, he he should be able to smother uh, Masvidal. And listen to man, everybody acts like Masvidal is, is like the greatest thing all of a sudden. And he's had very impressive. He's looked very impressive, but the problem, like he's still has the same weaknesses. He has not addressed the weaknesses whatsoever. You know, he's just become more offensively sound. And style-wise, they fight ten times. Usman probably wins seven or eight times out of ten. You know, yep. It's just one of those types of matchups. I mean, he might win more than that. Yeah, he might win ten. Quite out of honestly, 10. <laughs> he might. Usman's but, I mean, so good, dude. But Masvidal hits hard, and he and he has very very good range. Like he finds his range so quick, and he can stay on the outside and still land his power shots. You know. Um, so, I mean, he could crack him, he could catch him and, and Usman has shown that he can, he can weather the storm and stuff like that and take big shots, mm-hmm. but you can only do that for so long, you know? Yep. I mean, the, the, his, his last fight before, what has he had? He's had his last fight with Gilbert Burns, Mazadal, Colby Covington. So Colby Covington, dog fight, five round war, right? Mazadal didn't really have to face any adversity. Gilbert Burns cracked him, had to really dig deep in that one. So, I mean, he's been hit hard. But, again, that's only two fights. So, yeah. Man, it's, that I Colby mean, Covington fight, if, if I were to watch a rematch right now with Usman, I would rather watch Usman versus Colby Covington. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's ha- Colby at least has a win since fighting Usman. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, For sure. Let's get Wonderboy right, uh, in there. Let's get Leon in there. Like, what are we doing oh, here? Oh, dude, Wonderboy. Yeah. Let's get Wonderboy for sure. Uh, honorable mention after that, PFL, we got Rory McDonald. The boy. Yeah. yeah Shout yeah. out Rory McDonald. Don't you say channel. about that one there, though. But after that, we got your boy, Dominic Reyes versus... The future champ. The future champ. The future champ, Yuri Prochaska. Yeah. The man dime. So, the man this dime. one, the man dime, Yuri Prochaska. That's my boy. When we talk about <clears throat> title implications... I think this is this would be a huge, huge win for Yuri Prochaska. This, uh, I think, if he beats Dominic Reyes, you have to give him the title shot. You could argue uh, Rakic, right? Um, but man, 
It just who does Rakic have lined up right now? I don't know if he has anybody. I'm pretty sure he um, does. Does he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. I can't remember, but while you're looking that up, uh, Kutalaba yeah. on the same card. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, Augusta Sakai. Uh, he doesn't have anybody coming lined up. off of a loss recently. He doesn't. No. Uh, yeah, Ooh. Augusta Sakai uh, versus Abdurakimov. Ooh. Uh, Cup Swanson. Swanson versus Giga Chicken. Dude, that fight is gonna be fucking amazing. That that yep. that fight right there. That should be the first fight on the main card, just to like get everybody ready for what's coming. Uh, Marab, Marab, uh, Devalish, Yeah, I'm not even gonna try it. Yeah, just Marab. Yeah, Marab. Fine. Uh, with, his, <laughs> with his stitches and his staples in his head uh, versus Cody Stammen. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a grueling grappling fight. Both of them have excellent grappling, and then uh, Sean Strickland. Fun. Sean Strickland's on there versus Christoph Joko. We watched Joko we just saw him fight recently. Yeah, um, Strickland's awesome, man. I just want to see him, more of him, you know. Uh, Kai Kamaka is fighting TJ Brown. That's going to be a great fight. I like that name. Kai Kamaka. Kai Kamaka, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's he's sick. Uh, Jonathan Pierce versus Gabriel Benitez. That's a great fight. Yeah, man, some fun fights on that one. Yep, and then... Herbert uh, Burns was supposed at- to be on that card, but he pulled out. But Who I was he Yuri- supposed to fight? He was supposed to fight. It was Herbert Burns versus Alex Munoz, and Munoz I think oh, okay. is uh, fighting someone else. But um, the reason I think Yuri Prochaska is probably going to get the the title fight off of this if he wins, if he wins, right? Um, and you could say I think a lot of people are kind of writing off Dominic Reyes, saying, "Oh, he was his uh, fight against John Jones was probably the most uh, impressive thing we're going to get out of him after his last knockout, right?" But I think he kind mm-hmm. of went in there with the mindset of, dude, I beat John Jones. There's no way John Blachowicz is going to take me out and kind of had a disdain for his, his skill and just didn't respect him enough. I, I, that I, Polish he, power, dude. Yeah, he's going to come out trying to prove something. So it's a tough fight for Prochaska. I think Prochaska gets it done. But the reason I think he would probably leapfrog over Rakic Matchmaking-wise is because Rakic had a not-so-impressive performance against Thiago Santos uh, in March. Uh, Jan has now had some time to breathe since the Izzy fight. Prochaska comes out. If he comes out and wins and like, uh, like makes a real statement with his win, I could see them striking while the iron's hot. And no, I mean, no one's talking about Rakic and his win over Thiago Santos right now, right? If Yuri Prochaska comes out and starches Dominic Reyes, everybody's going to be talking about that in the main event, right? 205, it's, it's had his ups and downs that division, but still 205 is what kind of built the UFC. You know, the lightweight is, or the, the light heavyweight division is legendary, right? Um, I could see them striking while the iron's hot, going Jan versus uh, Yuri, just going for it, you know? For sure. I mean, <clears throat> what? We still have Glover Teixeira. Oh, I forgot about Glover. Wings. Yeah. Yeah, let's just get Glover in there. Fuck that. You know yeah. what What could happen? Now that, that makes sense. You go Blockwich versus versus Glover. If Yuri wins, him versus Rockage. Exactly. That's what you do. Small Good. tournament style. Yeah. That, and then the winner of Jan Teixeira faces the winner of Rockage, uh, Prochaska. Yeah. That's what you do. And uh, going into our uh, prediction episode for the year... Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have Yuri holding the title 
I think uh, by I the end too. of the year, so they got to speed it up a little bit. You know what Let's I mean? Get it going. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, after that, we do have uh, Verdum on the PFL May sixth. I mean, honorable mention. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, May- Fabricio, you know, so, he's a legend. He's a legend. You have May 6th, Fabricio Verdum. May 7th, Who's he fighting? Juan Archuleta versus Sergio Pettis. Some guy. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Juan Archuleta versus Sergio Pettis, May 7th, Bellator. And then May 8th, so three, uh, three days in a row, we got some fights. We have Corey the Sandman Sandhagen versus yeah. TJ EPO Dillashaw. Yeah, that's Dillashaw coming back. I think that Dillashaw is going to come back and not look any different whatsoever is my prediction with him. Everybody's talking like, oh, he's going to be, he's going to be shot. He's going to be worn out, all this stuff. Don't think so. Dude looks like he's in incredible shape. And well, dude, he he's probably back. still on the juice. I mean, of course he is. You know? And, and Sanhagen probably is too. You know? like every- <gasps> <gasps> How dare you? Oh, no. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All these people taking steroids. I mean, they, dude, let's be honest, bro. They're probably. They, I mean, they're professional athletes, dude. You know, you, you know yeah. what goes hand in hand with professional athletes. Yeah, being Honesty. blessed with good genes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, integrity. Uh, integrity. Exactly. Integrity to do dude. whatever it takes to be the best. <laughs> I mean, I know it's kind of hard to tell, but when I take a look at the roster. Mm-hmm. And I take a look at Sandman Sanhagen. I don't automatically think this guy's got to be juicing. Yeah, okay, same person on or another person on the same card. Do you get that vibe looking at Ben Rothwell? No, that's a good point. Did you get that vibe from Brian Ortega in his first couple of UFC fights? No. The eye test, you know, it doesn't always, you know. Yeah. I just feel like Corey has like zero muscle definition, and he's so skinny. Rothwell though is just Ortega. like my uncle, like sitting on the couch drinking a beer, watching a baseball game. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, look at Ortega. You know, Ortega looked just like a jujitsu guy. He doesn't even lift weights. That's what he, I mean, especially when he first started. You know. Um, yeah, but that's the evolution of Ortega. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know? he was he was on like legit steroids. Like he wasn't on like some like estrogen blocker or like anything like that he tests positive for like steroids and i love brian ortega um i just yeah. don't think he's i just don't think that's a unique situation he got he popped that's the difference yeah there's a lot of people that don't you know and they they might look unassuming and stuff but bro say it ain't so san hagen say it ain't so <laughs> i know hey and, okay. I, and I love i love san hagen this is i'm not trying to talk shit or anything like that i'm just saying let's be real so you're here. taking the nate diaz approach saying they're all on steroids. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude. <laughs> but they, listen, man. In a sport like this, we know there's a certain percentage of fighters that are on steroids, right? We just know mm-hmm. it. If you were to take a guess, what percentage? Like 85% probably. Oh, shit. Okay. And, and probably 90, 95% of people in the top 10 of each of the division, you know? Damn. Like, dude, it's okay. just... It's just the man uh, dime, Yuri Prashaska? Bro, of course he's on steroids. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you think that dude's clean, dude? Come on. Chiseled. And this doesn't and I'm not talking shit. Like I don't I don't care. You know what I mean? Uh yeah. if they're all on steroids, nobody's on steroids. That's my mentality on it. Look, I think it's not gotten a lot of Every less... amazing athlete can be clean like Barry Bonds. Okay. Exactly. You know? So 
Listen, man, not everybody's Lance Armstrong, you know. <laughs> okay, okay, time out. Lance Armstrong was caught. That's true. Barry Bonds was not. Uh, he He's never clean. tested positive. You're correct. He's uh, clean. You're right. Uh, but definitely on steroids, just like everybody else in every sport. <laughs> That's an assumption. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's crazy to me to think that there's people like TJ and there's people who are some of like the biggest names that that have tested positive, right? That there's no way that all these natty guys are also beating them. There's just no way, you know. It's steroids. If you're on steroids, especially in MMA, dude, you have such an advantage. You know, I'm not saying you can't you can't beat somebody who's on steroids if you're not on steroids. You definitely can, right? That's the I mean, beauty triple of the C sport. beat TJ. I mean, triple C's on every piece of. Come on, dude was in the Olympics, dude. The Olympics are so dirty. Like, how dare you? Hey, and I'm sorry, DC. You know, I love him. You think DC's on steroids? I think he has definitely dabbled in it. Dude, you do not make it to the to the Olympics in wrestling without doing it at least once in your life. There's no way. Oh, man. There's absolutely no way. I'm sorry. Like, it sucks to say, but the only reason it sucks to say is because steroids have such a stigma to it, right? They're so a- attached to cheating and being dirty and all this stuff. And the re- reality is everybody's doing it. So, so you're evening out the playing field. Well, not just that, but if everybody's doing it, what's so wrong with it? You know? And, like, where do we draw the line, dude? Like, protein shakes and, like, all these other supplements and stuff like that. Those are performance enhancing. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. If they didn't enhance your performance, you wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Have you ever watched that uh, Bigger, Faster, Stronger documentary? No, but I heard it's really good. It's really good. And so this guy's going through (laughs) and he's talking about just what you're mentioning right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, he asked this guy that used to be roided out power lifter. He's like, hey, so do you think we'll ever get rid of steroids? Mm -hmm. And he said... Dude, steroids are as American as apple pie. Yeah, dude. It's never going to go anywhere. Yeah. Never going to go And not anywhere. even just for America. Everybody. Everybody. Icarus. Dude. Another documentary. Icarus. Yeah. Dude, so like, you're telling me that Russia has state-sponsored doping, right, for their sports and their athletes, yet there's people who are beating them, all, beating them in, in all these Olympic games and stuff like that, and they're clean? There's no way, dude. When Lance Armstrong hey. got stripped of his gold, how far down did they have to go to give gold to the next guy who hasn't tested positive? Fuck, very far down. Very far. Him. You know, I don't remember the number, but it's far, dude. It's probably the guy that, that didn't qualify. <laughs> yeah, he like didn't even finish that. <laughs> They're like, hey, did you you won the Tory yeah. Fonts. <laughs> hey, uh, Rich the Casual, is there, because Rich is into like competitive uh, gaming. Uh, what, what do you, EA Sports, or what do you call it? Esports? <laughs> it's in the game. Yeah, there you go. That goes to show whenever I did play games, it was just Madden that I played, okay? And NFL Street. <laughs> and, and NFL Street. But uh, is there any performance enhancers that are banned in e-games, Richard Casual? That's the one. Because ah, Adderall, dude, it's just speed, right? So you're just hyper-focused on what you're doing. There's, there was a big thing when esports were really first like taken off. Like Pretty much everybody was on Adderall. <laughs> They were, really? they were just zoned out. It was out. like an epidemic yeah. of Adderall. Yeah. Wow, interesting. I learn something new every day. Competition, performance enhancing drugs. They're they're just, this they're tied together. How can you get an edge? How can you get an edge over the next person? And if you don't get that edge, 
you're not you're not gonna make it because there's some other person who is and they're gonna beat you out you know unless Dude, there's you're a reason Barry bonds and you just have god-given talent <laughs> there's a reason why in baseball the drug testing is uh you get tested at the start of spring training you get tested at the start of the season the all-star break and right before the postseason that's when you get tested those are months apart you there's no secret like uh like usada like, random- like surprise so how about this so there's random drug testing and what the mlb does for random drug testing is say there's a thousand people there's i don't know how many people are in, in on the roster right for the entire major league baseball but say there's a thousand people i think it's like 60 percent of them or something like that there's a there's a certain amount of them that get selected to be randomly drug tested throughout the season the rest of them they only they're only going to get tested on those checkpoints of the season do you if get you notified guess, if you get selected to be one of the random drug tested, they say, hey, Romero, uh, you've been selected to be randomly randomly drug tested throughout the season. Uh, you're going to get tested like an extra three times. These are the dates we're testing you. Uh, we'll see you, We'll see you then. <laughs> it's coming. Come on, dude. <laughs> dude, at you that point, MLB you just have to be get rid of reckless. Cheaters? Yeah, and then every once in a while, they'll pick a big name. Uh, Alex Rodriguez, Robinson Cano, like all these like r- random big names to, oh, they tested positive. Look. Look, everybody! Look, America! We're do- we're we're catching the cheaters, and we're getting rid of them. Everybody else is good though, because they didn't test positive. But we're catching the ones that are, you know, like yeah. They just pick a big name every once in a while to say, "Look, we got them! Look, we're doing it! We're doing our thing." So you are a doping conspiracy theorist, dude. At this point, is it even a conspiracy? Like it's so blatant, dude. It's so blatant. They don't yeah. even test UFC fighters if they're not in America. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's one of the first episodes we did. Go check it out. We talk about USADA loopholes. Uh, let us know what you think. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the production right, quality of this show has gotten much better since then. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Rich. Richard Casual. Shout out to Richard Casual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, we did order some new shirts, Quill. Yeah. Look at that. Story of the fight. Pride themed. Love Pride your shirts. Die. Uh, we're probably going to be uh, picking a few of our uh, listeners uh, to send out some free shirts uh, this time around. So, Definitely. Stoked on All that. All right. Do you have anything else, Will? No. No? Exciting fights well, coming up. Happy Easter's, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week of Story of the Fight. We'll catch you next week.